0: Hey guys, welcome to Horrors of Old Pelham, this is going to be a podcast going forward. I might have some people up air on it to talk about things that happened in our childhood. It'll be my siblings, maybe my mom. Um, everyone that appears will have their name changed for legal reasons. I'm going to go by zero, that is not my real name. Certain people will know my real name and that is okay. There are other people that might hear this that do not know my real name and hopefully that stays that way for a while. If you figure out my name, that's fine. My siblings' names will stay fake names um, because these are all true things that we all went through. My siblings from the Ron will tell you that we went through these things, but I'm going to talk about things that happened in my past. This is, and also a warning for everyone who listens to this episode or any episode going forward, this is not for the faint of heart. These are true stories. These are dark and depressing things that actually happened. Some of them will not sound believable, some of them will sound so far-fetched that you question whether or not I'm telling the truth. That is perfectly fine. I expect that. I am ready for that. Because there are some things that, when I was younger, I was like five or six years old, that happened that I don't necessarily remember happening the way that I know they happened. I remember them a certain way, and the way I remember them is not nearly as bad as the way they either happened or the way that they're reported to have happened. There are... Legal reports of these things, there are medical records of these things, and I'm going to be going through a lot of that. I'm not going to be able to talk about everything because I don't remember everything. So, the things I remember, I'm going to talk about. There's going to be times where my siblings are on, come on, and talk about things that we went to get through together or things they themselves went through. Because when we were younger, my mother dated a guy, and he was not a good person. He still is not a good person. But thankfully, it took 15, to 17 years. It took about 17 years. But thankfully my mom and he split up and he moved to a different state. He lives about a thousand miles away. I wish he lived further away because of what he put me through. And we're going to talk about those things. We're talking talk about things that he put me through, things he put my siblings through, things my mom put us through, things that we went through on a daily basis or things that we went through on vacations or things we went through after school or things we went through on, vac- on weekends. We're going to talk about all those things and some of them are out there, but again, just so everybody knows, these are true stories, and these are not for the faint of heart. But I figured they were important for me to talk about, because I've been holding them in for 20 plus years, and it's I need to get some of the stuff out of my head, because it's been holding me back, it's making me depressed, it's making me anxious, it's making me question a lot of things, and I need to talk about it. And there there will be things that one of my siblings are on that I don't agree with that they say, or things that, that I say they don't agree with, not necessarily what happened, but things that like because of what happened, our opinion on the world might have shifted a certain way and we might not agree on everything. That's fine. You might not agree with everything I say and that's also fine. I'm just here to tell you what I went through, what happened, and whatnot. So the way this is gonna work, this is gonna this is just gonna be called the layout episode to explain the other the rest of the podcast, the rest of the episodes. This one is literally just to there's gonna be a short story in this too, but we're gonna call this episode the layout in in the stories going forward there there'll be more it'll be more compact it'll be more focused but this one so the way each episode's going to work is i'm going to i'm going to tell you how my day is going or how my week's going or whatever um usually the answer will be not well uh then i'm going to tell you the story about a certain day or vacation time cuz sometimes vacations they all kind of play out the same usually with getting beat up, getting hit, getting hit by a car, having a tree dropped on me, having a deck dropped on me, getting, you know, stabbed, poisoned, whatever. They usually all played out like that. Some of them played out worse. Some of them played out not as bad. We'll talk about all those things. We'll talk about an episode that's literally just going to be called The Bite. There's going to be an episode called The Deck, one called which is. More might be called the accident, but the point is, some things that happened were complete accidental things, like the time the deck was dropped on my head, surprisingly, that was an accident. The time I got hit by a truck was not an accident. The time the episode called The Bite was not an accident. The time that uh, multiple times I almost died, not an accident. The times that my siblings almost died, not an accident. A lot of these things are going to sound like there's no way that happened in day-to-day life? No, it did. It, it did. Uh, or, there's no way that happened in America. No, it did. DCF, which is uh, Department of Child and Families, or, uh... You know, the department, or, you know, the the government agency that helps deal with issues surrounding... Uh, to help families when, when one parent or both parents are... Neglecting or whatever they were involved, but there was always a loophole. There's always a way out of that. That my mom's ex and my mom took advantage of. My mom will tell you that she was scared of the other guy, and that's why she didn't do anything. I don't think that's a good enough excuse. We'll talk more about that. Um, actually, we'll talk about that right now. The reason I don't think that's a good enough excuse is to say oh, I was scared of him. Yes and you were in your thirties or early forties. Grow a goddamn spine and protect your children. Just my personal opinion. Like I shouldn't go to school with a giant cut on my head, or, or a frying pan circle on my back, or stitches in my head, or stitches in my arm, or stitches under my arm, or in my shoulder, or whatever, holding me together because he decided to go off on me and my mom did nothing. Or I would call the police and she would lie. She will, she'll tell you that that's fear. Maybe she was scared. She probably was. Grow a spine and protect your kids. That's where I'm coming from. If I ever have kids, if, if I turn into a violent psychopath, not saying I will, I hope I don't. But if I do, I hope the person I'm with calls the police. I would hope that for anybody. I would hope that if I was with somebody and she acted out, I would have... I would have the uh, guts to stand up for my kids, if I ever had kids. Not saying I will, not saying I won't. I'm just saying I think the right thing to do in that situation would be to protect us, the kids. My mom didn't. Not from him, not from anybody. There was times where there was other people involved. After after that, you know, my dad was not a great guy. Then she uh, dated someone else who was not a great guy. Then after him, she dated a registered pedophile. So there's a lot of issues and a lot of things to get through, and oh boy, this this is gonna be a fun one. It's gonna be a long, long episode. Each episode's gonna be pretty long. Each episode's gonna have a lot of things to talk about. Some episodes will might maybe not be as long as other episodes. Maybe episodes will have two stories to make up for the fact that they're not as long as the other episodes. Each episode's gonna I'm gonna aim to be about an hour. Some of them might only be 45 minutes, but I'm gonna aim to be about an hour. Um. And. Again, the podcast name is going to be called The Horrors, H-O-R-R-O-R-S, Horrors of Old Pelham. I will not be telling people the actual location, the name of the street, address, town, state. I will not be telling anybody those things. I will not be telling you the real names of the people because everyone, mostly everyone, some of my siblings have passed away, unfortunately, but everyone else involved in these stories are still alive. I don't know if they're doing well. I don't know. I know some of them are doing well. I don't know how all of them are doing. The person, the guy my mom dated, the one that I'll be referring to mostly, uh, the guy that put us through most of this stuff, he is also alive. But I don't want people trying to search him out. I don't want people looking for him. I want him to be left alone, not for his safety, for yours. He has guns. If people were to be stupid enough to look for him, things would happen. I know people are going to comment, no one's going to be that dumb to search for him. Yeah, I know that. Uh, I know that. But I want this to get out I want to tell this story and the stories that I'm gonna be telling throughout this podcast. Not because people are gonna believe me, but because for the people who do under for people to understand that this type of stuff still happens in America and in the world. In the world I'm sure other people have gone through much worse things. People have probably in America have probably gone through much worse things. But this is still a very dark story. This is still a very dark and depressing story with consequences of death. Consequences of... A short story that I can use for this story to explain. One time, the guy had left money out on my mom's uh, kitchen table for to pay for... Uh, gas, pay for uh, pay for the heat, pay for propane. That's what it's called, propane. To pay for propane for the house for for winter time because it gets cold. And we need you know you need propane for heat to stay warm. There's about four or five hundred dollars left on the table. Somebody took it. One of the kids. No one knew. They eventually figured it out, but at the time, no one knew. It was, uh, spoiler: one of my sisters. But no one knew who took it. So the guy went and got you know like the you go to a factory, you see the big roll of paper, how that thick, in the middle of that thick uh tube that holds all that paper there, it hurts almost as bad as a baseball bat. Yeah, he took that, and he whacked us over the head with it, hard too, like, I went, I, I saw stars, I, I had a bump on the back of my head, I had a cut on the back of my head from it, and I went first, not because I wanted to, not because I was trying to be, you know, not because I was like, oh yeah, I get to get hit in the back of the head, because I was the oldest, I still am the oldest. And I didn't want my siblings to get hit, still don't want my siblings to get hit, even if they deserve, air quotes, deserve it, I don't want anyone to get hit, I don't want anyone to get hit, hurt, anything, so I was like, you know what, I'm the oldest, I'll take it, hopefully someone will speak up, because hopefully they'll see me get hit and be like, oh damn, I should speak up so no one else gets hit, no one spoke up, no I got hit, one of my sisters took it, they never figured it out, at that time they never figured it out, they figured it out, like the following, you know, a few months later or whatever, the point is, he hit us with that. He would, he built a uh, thing called, uh, uh, he took a piece of plywood, about six, about five feet tall, four feet wide, and filled it with a couple hundred screws, wall screws. So those are good, six to eight inches long, and he filled them with the screws. And then he laid it down with the spikes sticking up, and he made us walk across that barefoot. He and he would say, "Oh, I'm gonna lay it across where the where the in front of the door. That way, if someone tries to steal some food, because someone might get hungry, and I don't want them to take food out of the out of the fridge, <laughs> that'd be insane. I'll lay it across this area. So if they try to take food, they walk across the spikes instead. Or I'll, I'll lay it up this way that like it'll fall and land on them, or whatever. You know, some horrible tragedy will befall them. Um, we'll talk." about We'll talk more about that soon. Uh, he hit me across the back of the head with a baseball bat. Uh, like a metal one. And a wooden one at different times. Uh, he was throwing a whip. I had to get rid of that for legal reasons. Um, but there's many stories to unpack. And some, in the beginning of the story, there will be less siblings because, again, I'm the oldest. But in the end, there was ten of us. There is now a hand. Uh, a good portion less than that. Some of the ones that are still less than that, air quotes around that, some of them have passed away, unfortunately, and some of them have moved out, moved on, have decided they're not part of the family. Some of them have made choices that I question, I'd love to hear their reasoning. I would love to know the logic. I would love to know the, I would love to understand where they're coming from. I'm sure there's a very logical explanation for some of the things they did, or some of the choices they made. I'm sure there is. Do I know what they are? Absolutely not. Will I ever know what they are? No, I I won't. Does it make me sad to know that some of my siblings I'll probably never see or hear from again, even though they are alive, and as far as I know, they're doing well? Like, health-wise? Yes. Have they made a choice? Have they made a decision? that I cannot stand by, yeah, that's true too. But if I understood where they were coming from, I might be able to take their side. I might be able to go, oh, I don't, or I might be able to go, I don't necessarily agree with what you're doing or what you did, but I can see where you're coming from. But I don't have that. I only have my side of the story. I only know what I saw and heard or can read. Again, because police records and medical records or whatever, or, you know, newspaper, or the news. Um but again, I would love to know their side of the story. But well, we're gonna have my side of the story, and my siblings that are that I'm that are still in good contact with me or my family will be on here at some points. Again, we're not gonna tell real names for legal reasons and because I want to protect my siblings. I don't care about the guy, but in some way. I have to not say his name because I'm sure if I do, people can some people can put the pieces together and it will not be good for my siblings. Heck, if he hears this podcast and I say his name, that could be bad for for my siblings. There's a lot going on here and there's, it's going to be a complicated thing to get through. Each episode is going to begin with a warning that lets everybody know that, hey, we're about to talk about something dark. Hey, this is going to be bad. And I apologize ahead of time. This offends anyone, hurts anyone's feelings, or they question things, or if this triggers anything from their past that makes them upset. Not necessarily with me, but just upset with something that happened to them. Or whatever. I'm not making this podcast because I want to. I'm not making this podcast because I'm getting you know paid or sponsors, because I'm not. I'm making this podcast... Ooh, words. I'm making this podcast because... I feel it necessary for myself. I need an outlet. I need a way to talk about this. And sure, I could talk to my... I talk... Words. I could talk to a therapist, a psychiatrist. I could talk to a doctor. I could talk to... I could talk to some of my family members. But some of the things that I'm going to talk about, I don't know how to talk about. Not because they didn't happen or because I don't remember. None of those things. But because how do I put into words what I went through? How does one put into words the time... They were almost killed. And were still getting hit. Even though they were in interim death. They were still getting hit with a baseball bat. Or shot. Or stabbed. Or poisoned. Or thrown down a flight of stairs. How does one deal with that? How does one talk about that? How does one... put into words the emotions they felt then and they still feel now? My emotions have changed. Like at the time I felt angry or scared. Now I just feel one I feel Meh, all right sure that I went through that but some of the, some of the things I feel is I feel sorry not for myself and not for I feel sorry for my siblings sure but I also feel sorry for the person who put me through that because what they did they still don't understand why what they did was wrong and I don't understand that I will never understand that I will never understand how you can hurt somebody or use somebody or mistreat somebody or Prove that you're untrustworthy or prove to yourself or prove to other people that you're a bad person and still in your mind see you did nothing wrong. I will never understand that. And there have been times where I've made a mistake and I don't see it and someone tells me why I made a mistake and I sit back and I take a step back and I go, oh, damn, I made a mistake. And there have been times where no one tells me I made a mistake and months later I realize, oh, shit, I made a mistake. And I'm going to try to keep the swearing to a bare minimum I'm going to try to not swear. I know there's going to be a couple of curse words here and there, but I'm going to try to not cuss. Uh, I'm going to try to, when I have my siblings on here, some of them are adults. So I'm going to try to not flip out of them. I'm going to try to not tear them anew. And I'm going to try to not get angry. I'm going to try to keep myself calm and myself composed. I'm going to try to stay civil. Even when it's by myself, I know there's going to be times where I talk about certain things and I'm going to be angry. I know there's going to be times I talk about certain things and not care about this or the other thing. I know there's going to be times or all that other fun stuff. And nothing about this is going to be fun. Some of it might be entertaining. And there will be some good stories. I'm going to tell some stories that are, I mean, they're all the stories are going to be entertaining in some dark dark way. Like, if this was a TV show, this, or a movie or whatever, some of these stories would just be good entertainment. The fact that they really happen makes it more depressing. Some of the stories I tell will be more positive and more uplifting. I'm not going to just stick on the p- negative. There are some good things that happened throughout my childhood, far and in between, and when they happened, it was like, oh, good, something good happened. That means nothing's going to happen for another six or seven years. And that's not an exaggeration. When something good would happen, you had to wait years, not days, not weeks, not months, years for another positive thing to happen. And if something positive happened twice, that literally meant you were missing something. Because there was one time where something positive happened on like a Monday or a Tuesday, and then three days later something else happened that was positive. Looking back on that week, neither one of those days were positive. They were lies from the guy that my mom was dating at the time. They were lies and misconceptions to deceive and be, to be deceived to for him to deceive us into thinking something positive was happening reality something much darker was happening something much more evil was happening behind the scenes and there people are good and people are evil like the, everyone has a good side and a dark side and it depends on what side you decide to follow this guy my mom dated i don't think he's been good since he was in his single digits of years i knew him for 17ish years not a single one of those months that I knew him, I would say are good years are good days or good weeks or good months. There was nothing about him that was positive. The only thing that I can be thankful for or grateful for is that he gave me some some he gave me most of my siblings. like he and my mom got together. She gave birth to eight of my siblings, and he's the father to eight of them. And I can be thankful for that because I do care about my siblings. I'm gonna say something that is very dark, but if this guy were to pass away right now, I wouldn't care at all. No, no part of me would be like, "Oh, damn, that's unfortunate." I, I don't, I, I don't think I could be. I'd be upset if one of my siblings passed away. Be me, maybe a little upset if my mom passed away, but I, d- I doubt that too. But if he passed away, I wouldn't. And I know that makes me seem like a bad person, but stick around for this for this podcast. Stick around for the episodes to come. Stick around for the stories that I'm going to tell. And you will understand, hopefully understand, at least part of where I'm coming from. Because I don't wish death upon anyone. But if he were to pass away, I don't think I could care. I don't think I could bring myself to be like, hmm, that's unfortunate someone passed away. Because there'll be times for people I don't know that pass away, and I'll be like, that's really sad, and I'm that's, that's unfortunate. Any human life is, is unfortunate. Any human life that's lost is unfortunate, I should say. Anytime anyone passes away, sad. If this guy passes away, I think it's betterment for humankind. He is not a good person. He is not a good person to anyone. He will deceive people. He will use people for his own personal gain. And if you have kids guarantee you he will abuse them physically emotionally sexually that's a guarantee he's been doing it for years and I know he still at least physically abuses people and I know he definitely still emotionally abuses people so this this is going to be one hell of a podcast Um, I think for season one and I, I have some of them I don't have the whole podcast written out as you can clearly hear I'm stumbling around trying to find my way in the dark But I have 13 episodes, including this one. I have bulletin points of what I need to get through for each episode. I think Season 1 will be 13 episodes. Uh, And I think if it helps me, I think if people like it. But if it helps me, most importantly, I think I'll do with Season 2. And Season 2 will be longer than Season 1. Mainly because if Season 1 does well, or if not does well, I don't care. I could have two people listening to this. And I would be like, hmm, that's more than I thought. Uh, if I make this, and it helps me get through some of the crap that goes on in my head, then I'm going to say this is a good idea. And I'm going to do a season two. And this podcast will end only if and when I run out of content. But I have 17 years of content to get through. And most of those things that happened I could make a podcast per day of the sh- shit he put us through and I'm 28 years old I'll be 29 later this year I have things I could put that have nothing to do with him on an p- episode that just my mom put us through and trust me when I say this is not for the light of heart this is not going to be a podcast where people come for jokes or smiles or laughs there will be episodes where those things happen like when I have my siblings on here uh, the second oldest in the family, when he's around, we're going to we're gonna talk about good times. There will probably be some dark things we talk about. We're going to talk about good stuff. When my younger siblings are on here, we're only going to talk about good stuff. Because I don't want to put them through any of these things. I don't want them to remember any of this crap. I don't want to remember this crap. But I have to. I have to talk about this. So we're going to do a short story in this podcast now. Now that I think I've set up the podcast. Oh, wait. So the way it's going to work, I, I should finish. I should wrap that up. The way this is going to work is I'm going to introduce the story. I'm going to introduce the play. They have any characters there are per story. I'm going to change their names for legal reasons. I'm going to change the location. So if it's at the house where we all live, I'll just call it the house, which is on Old Pelham. But I'll just call it the house of Old Pelham. If it's there or if it's a vacation, I'll say vacation at the beach. If it's a beach in a different state, I will clarify that too. But I will not tell you what state. I might tell you it's a state up north where it's colder. I might say it's a state down south where it gets warmer. But I won't clarify which... St- I won't say the name of the state. Um, unless it happened so long ago, it doesn't even matter. Then then I'll talk about the names. But I won't talk about things too much because I want to leave where my mom still lives and where my siblings live that I, that I need to take, make sure are okay. I, I will leave that part vague because um, I don't want people hassling them. I don't give a shit if you hassle me. You want to you want to throw insults at me? Go ahead. You want to ask me questions? Go ahead. You want to come and walk up to me in, in person and ask me questions? Go ahead. Leave them alone. That's that's my only that that's where I'm coming from. Just just leave them alone cuz they're still young. They they're still trying to get through this their own way. They still have therapy. They still have psychiatry. They're still trying to get through this. Most of them are still in school. So they're still trying to get through this. Some of them are still kids. Like some one of them's 10 years old. So they're s- still working through this. Um but again, I'll talk about it. You want to come me, and talk to me in person? You want to talk to me, you know, online? Whatever, talk about it, we can. But, so, I, I will clarify where the story takes place. I will then tell you what each character, their general age at the time. Like, I mean, like, well, I was 12 at the time, and I'm a couple years older, older than this guy, or, or this person, or this person, or my mom was there. Um, stuff like that. And I'll tell you a story, about the story of what happened and how it happened. What happened and who did what and how everything happened. As an example, we will tell a story now. This story takes place at the house on Old Pelham. It involves me. and It involves the second oldest, my brother. and It involves my mom and John. Very short story. Very simplistic story. But it's a story that will help set up the rest of these podcasts. So you understand where I'm coming from, where the fear of my siblings and my mom is coming from. So, wait, there might have been more people. Hang on, give me a second. All right, yeah, so there was one other person involved in this story. There was my mom, there was the person she was dating, there was me, second oldest, and the third oldest, which is my first sister. We were at home. I don't know where my sister was, but I know she was there because of the story. She might have been in her room, she might have been downstairs, not sure. John came home. John came home, and. He came home, came home from work. He was drunk or angry, or. I don't know if he was drunk, so I'm not gonna say he was drunk, but he came home as if he were drunk, and he was angry about something. And. He stormed down the hallway towards his room, which, which was at the time his and my mom's room. Stormed down the hallway, knocking things off the shelf, and my mom came out of the bathroom, pregnant with my brother. Again, that'd be my fourth—the fourth sibling. It'd be me, my brother, my sister, and my this guy. So my mom, my, he comes storming down the hallway, shoves my mom out of the way. And now I'm, you know, pregnant, so and not like, oh, she's only a couple, oh, only like a month along, so not the worst thing ever terrible, terrible, but it wouldn't be like the absolute worst. She's eight and a half, nine months pregnant, just about due. Maybe like a couple weeks more, she's due. And he pushes her out of the way, shoves her to the ground, and my mom tells me to call the police. But she tells me to call the non-emergency number. I don't know the non-emergency number. So, I, uh, I don't know that one. As I'm, you know, Eight years old, nine years old, maybe ten, something like that. I'm real young. No, I gotta be younger than that. Yeah, I'm young. I'm six or seven, I guess. So I, uh, yeah, I gotta be six or seven. So I just call nine one one. Police show up, take him away. My mom and now, no, he's angry with me, with me, because I called the police. So he posts bail comes back to the house tells all of us that he just escaped looking back I know that he posted bail whatever my mom had ordered a pizza for us to help us calm down he comes home takes the pizza throws it into the wall grabs me because I called the police throws me kicks me hits me punches me pumbles me I'm 6 or 7 years old beating me, pins me to the ground, starts screaming his head off at me, my mom tries to say, I told him to call the police, he's not listening, beating the crap out of me, I, his knuckles start like getting caught up and bleeding from how much he's hitting me, I'm probably crying at the time, but probably trying to hold it together, because my siblings are there eating, or were trying to eat, but now they're holding it together, Try, I'm trying to hold it together for them, and they're just sitting there in fear, I can see they're sitting there in fear, my mom's sitting there, well, standing there screaming at him to stop, to get off me. It's my fault. If you're going to, you know, don't hit him. Don't do anything. It, I, he, I told him to call the police. He didn't know about the number. number. That whole shtick. And eventually he calms down. He gets off me. I, I go to get up and go to my room. He's sitting there screaming at me. He tells me I'm not gonna eat supper for the next week. I don't. I don't eat for a while because John won't let us. That was a punishment of his. No food. We'll go to bed hungry without food. Short story. Very simplistic story because I, I don't want to tell a long story for this podcast. I could for this episode. I could. I could tell the episode of the di- day he ripped a piece of trunk off my arm. he hit me with a truck, time he hit me down a flight of stairs, time he dropped a deck on my head, the time he shot me, twice, the time where I was, you know, 10 years old, fell asleep in the car, because it was 2 o'clock in the goddamn morning, and he punched me as hard as he possibly could in the arm, couldn't use my arm for a couple of days, it was black and blue, because I can't, if I can't sleep, you can't sleep. Talk about the time where he molested my siblings. How we walked in on him with my sisters, him naked in a bed. Talk about the time where he nearly strangled me to death. The time he beat me so bad that his his entire hand didn't have skin on it and neither did my legs. The time he kicked me so hard, the shin, my shin came loose. The time, and it was bleeding, and it was, it was bad. The time I cut my foot in half. we we'll talk about all these things coming up soon. These are podcast, these are episodes coming out. Got the bite, got the accident, got, um, the bite and the accident are not the same thing. The bite was on purpose. The accident is the deck being dropped on my head. Uh, we got, we got, we got a lot of things to get through. Uh, some pod, some episodes will probably have a couple stories in it. Um, another quick story that I can tell right now is I'm going to tell a quick story about one vacation. It's dark. It's, this is this is worse than the last one. The last one wasn't that bad. The fact that I'm saying a seven year old getting pummeled to almost death is not that bad It's probably a bad sign for what's to come for this for this podcast. So we drove two and a half three hours to the beach. We're gonna camp there for the weekend, like three, four days, something like that. drive out there, get to the beach. I'm being you know typical eight nine year old kid being disrespectful, interrupting my mom which tries to talk to me. Something that I understand that I shouldn't have done. Something I understood then that I shouldn't have done. But I did it because I was trying. I was asking a question and I wanted an answered and I was told to shut up and I asked the question again. I told to shut up and I asked the question again. I understand why I did it. Doesn't make it right. I should have just been like, whatever, I'll ask the question later, then just shut up. Uh, but I shouldn't have said that out loud. I should have thought that. Because if I said that out loud, that would have been talking back. Because there were times where talking back doesn't make any sense. There's been times where, like, I, I, when I was younger, my mom, uh, John would my mom or John or one of the people would say, Hello! And I would say, Hi. And I'd get, Don't talk back to me! Whack! Across the face. And now all of a sudden I have a bloody face. Which doesn't make any damn sense. What the hell is talking back then? Like, I know what talking back is now, but what was it then? Like, when I was a kid, talking back was literally any time he didn't want me to talk, he would say, Don't talk back. My favorite one was sometimes I didn't even talk. I would just look at whatever was going on, and if he was in the general area of where I was looking, he would look at me go, shut up! And I'd be like, I didn't say anything. He'd be like, Ah, but you thought it! And then he would hit me for something that I apparently thought, because apparently he was a goddamn mind reader, which of course, no, no he wasn't, but, yeah, bullshit. Anyway, back to the story. So we're going on a trip. We get, we get to the, we get to the beach, basically to the beach, we get to the parking lot other cars are there. John rips open the sliding door, because it was a van, grabs me, starts to yank me out of the car, and I'm like, like, screaming, because I know what's coming. And I get hit in the face. And I'm crying. And I get kicked. I'm crying again. Pinned against the, the, uh, the, the uh, seats. He's hitting me. He's hitting me, slapping me. A uh, random stranger sees this happening, goes, "Hey, I'm gonna call the police." Pulls out their phone, or no? Yeah, they pulled out their phone, but it was like one of those old, like, fucking Nokia phones because it was back in early 2000s. So not early 2000s, maybe 2006. Two, no, yeah, like 2004 or five in the summertime. So, an old cell phone. Didn't really work right, but it worked enough. They call 911, they'd get the point. So, he uh, slams me in the back of the car again. Slams the sliding door, gets back in, slams the door, and turns around and goes, if you guys want to blame anyone for this bullshit of us having to go home, because vacation's canceled now, it's his fault. My siblings are mad at me. My mom, mad at me. Because I talked back, or I said something disrespectful, kind of. I was trying to answer, I trying to get a question answered. But apparently me doing that uh, was enough to get beat, enough to get hurt, enough to get violently assaulted, and it was just A-OK. Which, of course, no, the hell it wasn't A-OK. But, you know, I can't really tell John, hey, don't hit me. It's your fault that we are have to go. We shouldn't have even drove home. We should have waited for the police to get there. But we didn't. We just fucking left. Um, another, that was another short story. Some of these stories are going to be much longer. There, I have stories that will take up a whole pod, a whole episode. But I'm trying to get through some of these things to give people the general idea of things. But these are mild. I want a good, violent, vicious story that I can use to set up other episodes. What would, be a good, what would be a good short story? Alright, so I just checked my bulletin point notes uh, that I have here, and I got a good short story that will sort of explain why this podcast, I feel this podcast is necessary. Short story. I come home from school. I'm in high school. I come home from school. I'm not upset. I always loved school. I Rather still be in high school than dealing with some of the stuff I deal with today. But anyway, so I come home from school, I come inside, take my bag off, throw it down. Where we're supposed to put it, just put it where it's supposed to be done. Take my shoes off, take my jacket off, whatever. My mom asks me a question. Did you take whatever? I don't remember what it was. Might have been food, might have been money or whatever. I was like, No, I I didn't take that. Didn't that didn't happen, I didn't do it. She wouldn't. I don't believe you. Well, I was like, I don't really know what to tell you, but other than the truth, which is, I didn't do it. Was I a perf- uh, before I finished this story, was I a perfect kid? Absolutely not. Did I take things I wasn't supposed to take? Yeah. Did I take everything they thought I took? No way in hell. Was I as bad as they made me out to be? No. Was I the scapegoat, the guy they always blamed for anything that went wrong? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Was there sometimes times where that was warranted? Yes. Most of the time, no. But we'll get into that. And that's not just me saying that. That's me knowing that. I'm not just saying that because of an ego, or I'm not just saying that because uh, I don't think I was that bad of a kid, or whatever. No, no, I, I know when I made a mistake. There were times that, oh, excuse me, there were times when I was younger, when I knew I made a mistake. But I didn't make a mistake as many times as they say I did. So, let's get back into this story. So, no, I didn't, I didn't take it. She didn't believe me. So I was just kind of like, whatever. She was like, well, you're going to deal with John when he gets home. And I was like, fuck. Even me repeating that now makes my stomach do a couple of backflips and drop. But I was like, all right, well, I got a couple hours before he gets back from work, so I guess I'll go downstairs and hide for the time being. And part of it, and I understand part of his anger, was always tired when he came home from work. But what he did was not okay. He He called me upstairs. Didn't call me by my name. Called me any insult he could think of, which is why nowadays you call me like call me anything call me any English word that's insulting or any Spanish word that's insulting and I can guarantee you I've already heard it and there's other ones that are not Spanish or English that I've also still heard because of course I did um anyway he calls me some horrible name that I'm not going to repeat because it's episode one I don't want to get this podcast banned already so I come upstairs I'm like what did you do X Y and Z and I'm like no I didn't do X, Y, and Z. Now, the way punishments worked in my mom's house, and they still work this way, make absolutely no goddamn sense, because the way punishments work in real life is you are innocent until proven guilty, At my mom's house is the complete fucking opposite. You are guilty until proven innocent, which means until you can prove you didn't do it, you were beat, thrown downstairs, kicked, stabbed, poisoned, nearly murdered on a daily basis until you could prove without a shadow of a doubt you didn't do it. You didn't get an apology, you didn't get an oh I'm sorry. You didn't even get them saying, Oh we screwed up. They were just going they basically just said, Well you still deserved it. How the hell do I deserve to get hit, kicked? A hey, I'm a kid. Even if I screw up, there is no version of this world or any other world that may or may not exist. I do not believe they do. But let's just pretend they do. There is no version of this world or any other world where it would be a-okay to be like, well, I think the kid took 20 bucks. All right? He took 20 bucks. I'm going to shoot him in the kneecap. I'm sorry, what? Or, oh, I think he took some bread. Oh, I think he took some peanut butter... Because I have 4,000 jars of it on the goddamn shelf because I always go to every single goddamn church that gives away free shit. I go to every single one of those and he, I think he took some peanut butter. I have 4,000 more but I, he took some peanut butter. Guess what his punishment is for eating? What's that? He doesn't get to eat for the rest of it the goddamn week. No food for him. We're going to lock the pantry, the uh, fridge, the cabinets. Everything's getting a padlock on it. That's not a joke. They all have chains wrapped around them with padlocks on them because if you're hungry, too fucking bad. You don't get food. You don't get any sort of satisfaction of knowing that you're not going to starve. They would rather starve you. But if then they found out you didn't do what they're accusing you of and it was somebody else because, again, I'm the oldest of two damn many siblings. Uh, ten. I'm the oldest of ten. So, if they found out somebody else did it, again, you didn't get an apology. You didn't get shit. You just got to hmm, you want food? It's like, yeah, I haven't eaten in four days. Of course I fucking want food. And that happened every Single fucking time something went wrong in their eyes, and it could be something so goddamn minor that you still don't know, there were times I got punished for shit I didn't do that I still don't know what I was getting accused of doing, and this is 20 years later, I still don't know some of the outcomes of some of the things that I was accused of doing I just know that I was beat, stabbed poisoned, shot, had pieces of my actual, like, flesh ripped off of me, um thrown down flights of stairs i was beaten so bad one time that i wasn't allowed to go home from the hospital because the hospital was afraid that if i went home john would kill me there were times where i chose made the decision to go with the government and spend the weekend with you know dcf or department of child and families which is what it's called or d uh, dss or whatever the heck it's called i made the decision to go with them DC, yeah, whatever the hell they're called. The Department of Children's and Family, Department of... Every state has a different name for them. I don't know what the actual name for them is. I made the decision to go with them for the week or the the weekend or a couple of nights because I knew if I stayed home, there was a good chance I was going to be dead by morning. And in my mom's eyes and in John's eyes, that was perfectly A-OK. And I would love to know the explanation behind why that's A-OK and why... It happened. And my mom would go, like, I was afraid of him. Again, you were in your late 30s, early 40s. I was terrified of him because I was eight or nine years old, and I still would stand in front of him. There was a time where he tried to break into the house, and I stood in front of the doorway with my arms against the door. I, I was at the time, I was like 14 or 15. And I told him, no, I'm not letting him in the house because I had siblings behind me that I knew he was angry at. So I told him, no, and I also told him that if he pushed past me, he would call the police. He almost broke my arm because he slammed the door so fucking hard that my arm bent the opposite direction. And my mom's like, ah, if you don't leave now, I'm going to call the police. And I was begging her to call somebody just so I could A, make sure I wasn't my arm wasn't broken, and B, to make sure he couldn't break me any more than he already was. But no, my mom wouldn't take care of it. There were times, and we're going to talk about a lot of these in detail, there were times where... I honestly thought I was dead because I'd be laying in a pool of my own blood or because, you know, I had a deck dropped on my head, which I still don't I don't remember that whole day. I remember the whole day minus the after deck dropped on my head how I got to the couch. I but we'll get into that. That was that's going to be probably the next episode because that that uh, that is a very interesting story of bullshit of stupidity. Um I remember that whole day, I think, because of the trauma because I was 6 years old when that happened. And normally when you're, you know, you have memories from your when you're five or six or whatever, or that age, you remember certain bits and pieces of it, but you're not going to remember the entire day. But I think because of how bad that day and the rest of the summer was after that, I think because of how bad that day was, I specifically remember every single detail, which we will talk about. But I want to know, this podcast is literally going to be simply here, so I have an outlet to talk about through my rage and my anger and some of my stories they're all true but some of my stories are going to turn into tangents and not necessarily have a perfect ending because i will lose the train of thought uh which i apologize for but this and i'm sure if people review this they're going to give me half a damn star or one star whatever the lowest thing they can give me that's what they're going to give me and i'm okay with that I'm okay with people saying there's no way this happened. There's no way in the world this type of crap happened. I'm I'm okay with someone coming at me and telling me I make this up. Because I'm not going to make this up. And if I gave you my full legal name, or one of my siblings' full legal names, or if I gave you the guy's real full legal name and you looked it up, some of it wouldn't be there because of the bullshit my mom did. But some of it would be. A lot of it would be. And you would be questioning, A, if the rest of it happened, which it all happened, I'm not going to make any of this stuff up. And if I don't know exactly what happened, I will say I remember this bit of the day. Don't remember this bit of the day, but I remember this bit of the day. And almost every single one of my stories is going to end with somebody, usually me, but somebody getting beat. Somebody Mm. to the point where they're almost dead. And that's a very unfortunate thing. I wish that wasn't the case. I wish this podcast had a happier, more joyful story to tell. I think if there is any positivity going forward through and with this podcast, it will be, this is not a, this is podcast is about how I survived, how I'm rebuilding, how I'm recuperating, and how even though this was a dark time, how anyone who goes through something dark can come out on the other end a better person. It might take you a million years to get there, but if you focus... I'm still working on it. I'm maybe 1% of the way through this journey, which is another reason I'm making this podcast, because I'm hoping it'll help. If you go through this bullshit, if you go through something dark, if you fight, if you give everything you have, then you can come on the other end a better, stronger person. You can become something they told you you could never be. You could become... whatever you set your mind to, but that is not the point of this podcast. If there's any positivity from this podcast, it is that I survived. I'm no longer in that part of my life. I no longer have to worry about, am I going to die tomorrow? Am I going to be hit, kicked, run over by a car? Is the deck going to land on me again? Am I going to drown? Am I going to, you know, some other horrible tragedy thing? don't have to worry about that anymore. I have to worry about other things. I don't have to worry about this anymore, though. And there will be things I talk about. And sometimes my podcast, sometimes the episodes will be about when I was 6 or 7. Sometimes they'll be about when I was 15 or 16 or 17. Sometimes we'll hop around. It won't necessarily go in order of events of what happened. Sometimes the story will take place in the past. Well, they're all going to take place in the past. Well, sometimes it'll take place 20 years ago. or Sometimes it'll take place 10 years ago. And then the next podcast might take place 15 years ago or 20 years ago again. Not because there's any particular reason other than... I'm going to talk about whatever's on my mind at the time. And... Sure, sometimes that means I hop around and do a hop-chip and a scump, And a hop-skip and a jump. And sometimes that means we stick to the same time period-ish for a couple of weeks. Uh, And the the hopeful plan for this podcast is I'm going to release an episode... And then two weeks later I'm going to release another episode. Uh, That's the plan for the podcast... For the first season and then the second season I'll do more and it'll be like once every week but for the first season it's gonna be one episode then wait two weeks new episode wait two weeks new episode wait two weeks another episode so on and so forth uh, I hope everyone enjoys going forward again every podcast every episode will be a true story every podcast might be super dark Well actually most of them will be super dark if I have one of my siblings on or if I'm just in a slightly better mood than I normally will be I will be talking about something uh, positive sometimes. If it's a positive episode, I will make sure that that is said before the episode starts. If it is a negative episode, there will be a warning before every episode. Every episode will begin with this is a true story. These are very traumatic ve- events. But again, thanks for listening. Hope you guys have enjoyed. Uh, I apologize for being all over the place. Every episode will probably be all over the damn place. Again, I apologies. Hope you guys have enjoyed. Uh, this is going to be an adventure. Hope you guys stick around to see how it plays out. Thank you, and until next time, hope you guys have a good one. Bye-bye.